Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 49 today, and we pray our way through something different. If you have been with me for the last, well, we've been doing this since March, but if you have been with me for the last two months, 60 days or something, we have been in a four-set sequence every time we gather to pray, and we're changing that up a little bit, which is why I was a little late today, so I apologize for that. I made these decisions, and then I forgot I forgot to actually follow through with the materials that I used to speak from, so I was doing that frantically as I was trying to get online. But we are going to continue with our opening and our worship, and then rather than the three sections we did before, we are going to pray our way through a book of the Bible. We're going to pray our way through Philippians at this point. So we're starting with worship and an opening prayer. And this week we're focusing on God being omniscient. Here's a quote from Arthur Pink. God is omniscient. He knows everything, everything possible, everything actual, all events, all creatures. Nothing escapes his notice. Nothing can be hidden from him. Nothing is forgotten by him. His knowledge is perfect. He never errs, never changes, never overlooks anything. We have two scriptures that we're going to be praying from today. The first is Psalm 147.5, and it says, Our Lord is great, vast in power. His understanding is infinite. Understanding is infinite. Omniscience right there. Hebrews 4.13 says, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. He knows every single bit of our hearts and our lives. He knows it all. So let's open in prayer and we'll honor him for that today. Father, I'm grateful to be here, grateful to be able to engage in this conversation, both bring others along with me by the technology that we have available today, but just the fact that I can come before you and talk to you and have a conversation with you is awe-inspiring to me. And I honor you today because you know everything. That big fancy word omniscience just means you are the ultimate know-it-all in a very, very good way. You are great, you are vast in power, and your understanding is infinite. I cannot hope to even comprehend the things that you do. No creature is hidden from his sight, including me, including the person farthest out in the wilderness, including the person lost in the midst of a very huge crowd. Like We can't hide anywhere. We can't go far enough away or disguise ourselves in any way. We are all naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. We must give account to you. And we honor you for the fact that you are all-knowing this morning, and we celebrate that. I'm grateful that I am in the hands of a God who knows it all, from the big things to the little things. As we move forward with today's prayer, I know this is different. I know this was, it was hard for me coming in and forgetting that I hadn't prepped So I guess I just ask that you would have control of this broadcast, that everything we say and do would be honoring to you and that you would guide us in this prayer and that it would be beautiful to your ears. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's switch over and we are going to be in the first portion of the book of Philippians. Now, Philippians is a book that is often characterized as being primarily about joy and that is why we are doing it. That's why we are gonna work our way through it. We are in the first section There is a portion that is just a greeting, a standard greeting, and then the first paragraph is about thanksgiving and prayer. 
So I'm going to read this whole thing just to give you kind of an overall idea of where we're going and what it says. And then I'm going to go back through and pray portions of it. So instead of the read, pray, read, pray, like I've been doing in Psalms, I'm going to read the whole thing and then we'll go back to it. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Indeed, it is right for me to think this way about all of you because I have you in my heart and you are all partners with me in grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how deeply I miss all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And I pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment so that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. That is Philippians 1, I think it's 1 through 10. Actually, I forgot to, forgot to look that up, but I think it's 1 through 10. Let's go ahead and dive into praying through that piece of scripture. Father, I come before you and I see this greeting today that Paul and Timothy are sending to their beloved church at Philippi. And he's writing to all of them. And it kind of makes me think that, I mean, I know the historical reason he's writing to all of them, that he wants to be sure that they're all paying attention, that he's not just writing to one portion of the group because there was some dissension. But it makes me think that you're, it, make, it reminds me of the idea that you're putting this in scripture is for all of us as well. It's for us in leadership, but it's also for us who are not in leadership. It's for those who know a lot about scripture and it's for those who don't know a lot about scripture. And I ask that as we move through this book, that you would open it to each one of us, that we would learn things that impact our lives and change us for the better. He's sending as a greeting grace and peace from you and Jesus. And I'm just struck today again by the fact that when Paul speaks them in an opening, in a, in a greeting, they're always together. It's not just grace or just peace. It's grace and peace. And it's always found in Jesus. And those things I need more of in my life, grace and peace, both of them together. He gives thanks for every remembrance of those he's talking to. And I just want to say thank you for all of those who join us in these prayers each day or each week or each broadcast that we do. And those who are learning and growing in particularly my audience, just that I'm grateful that they are listening to you with an ear geared towards growth, with spiritual hunger. I'm grateful for the spiritual hunger that you are building and growing in the people that I'm speaking to. And I ask that you continue to do that and continue to do that in my heart. This is one of those verses that we use on coffee mugs, right? I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That's one of those verses that we cling to. And I love that Paul says he is sure, I am sure of this, that you, when you, Lord, start a work in our hearts, when you have a plan for what needs to happen here on earth in your kingdom, that it happens, that what you start, you will finish. Pray that my character would also be like that, that the things that I start, 
I see through to completion. Pray that you would enable me to step into your work for me and all of us praying together that we would be able to step into the work that you have for us. The one thing that you have started that you have let loose in us, that you have planned for us, and that you would bring that to fruition, that you would bring it to completion, that you would work with us to finish that work, that we would get to the time when we leave this earth and we would feel like we accomplished all that you had for us. Father, I pray for those who are listening, who pray with me on a regular basis, who read my page, that they know that I have a pastor's heart for them. And I guess I never really spoke those words out loud before, but that they would know that they are partners with me in grace, that all of us, that there would be unity in the body of Christ, that we would see that in our culture, that we would see that in our churches, that we would see that in our interactions online, on social media, that we are partners in grace and that that trumps all of the other stuff. That is what really counts. That the things that we disagree about aren't as important as the facts that we are brothers and sisters in grace. And I pray this for all of us. Paul is, he writes beautiful prayers. I pray this for all of us, that our love would keep on growing in knowledge and in every kind of discernment so that we can approve the things that are superior, so we know what is righteous, so we know what is truth, and that we may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ. Lord, I want my life to reflect your glory here on earth, and I want the works that I do, the life that I lead, to be able to be said to be pure and blameless in the day of Christ. Now, I don't have to necessarily try harder for that to be true, although I do need to try. This is one of those things where there is your blamelessness is what God sees when he looks at me. So I already have what I need to be appeared to be blameless in front of God on the day that I come to that reckoning. However, I, in gratitude for that, want to live my life as well as possible. So teach me to do that. And I want my life to be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus for the glory and praise of God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's it, y'all. Thank you for listening. We're going to work our way through the book of Philippians. That's the plan going forward for the next, I think it will take at least a month, depending on how tightly I break down. 10 verses is kind of a lot when you're talking about Paul because his sentences are so long and so complicated, but we'll see. I'll break it down and see how it goes. Thank you for joining me. If you are watching this broadcast and you know someone who would like to join us in prayer, would like to work their way through Philippians, I would love it if you would invite a friend to join you here on Thursday the next time we do this. If you're a podcast listener, I would love it if you subscribed and share it with a friend who would enjoy it as well. Until next time, you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. 